so um, let's let's start. So um, good morning, everyone. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm the head of school here at Cardinal Gibbons, and I'm sitting here this morning with Amelia Aragona, class of 2021, and we are going to discuss um, all things Gibbons today in a short podcast. And looking forward to uh, getting to know each other a little bit better, but more importantly, talking about the school that we both love. And um, we'll go from here, Amelia. This is your fourth year at the school. Yes, sir. This is my third month at the school. <laughs> Would love to hear from you how you might describe Cardinal Gibbons' culture. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it definitely first struck me when I did um, my first tour at Gibbons. So I was in eighth grade, um, and I distinctly remember kind of walking down the hallway um, and just kind of being surrounded by this constant activity. Kids were going opposite directions of the class, but squeezing in that last minute conversation. And um, I just felt that really strong sense of community. It was almost like overwhelming. I just felt like I was comfortable. It was a brand new school. I'd never been there before, but I just felt pretty much at home kind of right away. But um, presently I say, I think I've come to know our present culture better um, through our mission. I think people say, you know, faith, service, and leadership a lot at Gibbons, but I don't think a lot of students really realize how deeply ingrained it is in our culture. And we, and we live it out almost every day without even realizing it. And I think that's probably one of the, one of the things I would, I'd say most surprised about, but I, love, I most love. So mission is a word that gets thrown around a lot here, and, and I agree that it's evident um, in the day-to-day life at the school. And while faith, service, and leadership are certainly, I think, key components of that, uh, again, with new eyes, what strikes me about the mission of the school is an additional phrase, which is to form men and women. And I'm curious if you're willing to share how you might say that Gibbons had a role in forming you. Yeah, absolutely. Um... I think I definitely got uh, involved pretty early on, whether it was just Rogo pulling me into student council meetings or if it was GLC, but um, last year I had the opportunity to talk at Open House about kind of the transformative nature of Gibbons, because I think our Catholic message is is definitely something that formed me as well. I'm a Catholic individual, but uh, I think I definitely had the opportunity to go closer to my faith and really understand how God plays a role in my daily life, but I just felt this abounding sense of purpose. Every day when I walked into school, I was like, I have a mission today, and I have goals that I want to get done, and I have people that are there to support me. So I think that's definitely something that transformed me as a student, for sure. And I think one of the things that um, really suggests that what you're saying is accurate is this project you've taken on, uh, the Humanities Project, that you began last year? Or two Freshman years year. Freshman year. And so it's been a long-term project for you, and I'm sure some folks are aware of it, but maybe you want to talk a little more about about the Advantage Project and your role in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Every day I would walk through the cafeteria to get to school, um, and there was an empty display case there, and it had the label, um, Integration in the City of Oaks. And every day I walked past it, and I was like, well, what does that mean? One day I, I did some background research and, you know, I learned that Cardinal Gibbons was the first uh, racially integrated school in North Carolina. And I thought that was really, really influential. And I was like, this tells you so much about the present community we have today. We're founded on love and service and this integration mandated by Bishop Waters a year ahead of Brown v. Board 
is just so telling of the community we are today. And so I, I sought out to document it. Uh, I formed a team of students and educators, and we partnered with the National Humanities Center in 2018. Uh, today, we're interviewing diverse alumni to make sure that we can immortalize their stories on the school website. So um, every student has that foundational understanding of racial integration history and the civil rights movement. And obviously, it's been an eventful year um, in our country around yeah. issues of race. And I'm mm -hmm. curious what you think the, your project, how that can speak to our current moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think history is just crucially important if we want to move forward in the future. You have to have that deeper appreciation of what came before you. It's that foundation that you build on, that, that understanding that really motivates you to learn more about your present community and culture. It, it, you know, the civil rights movement, you, can't, uh, you have to understand that in order to appreciate all the hard work of the Black Lives Matter movement. They build on each other. And it's that long-term struggle that really needs deeper appreciation, and that's what we're working towards. It's all about um, eliminating ignorance and fostering that growth. Nice. Yeah. So we touched on this a little earlier, but uh, we'd love to get your perspective as a, as a senior here. I mean, how would you define what a Catholic school is? I mean, it's, it's a difficult question because I think there is sometimes a negative perception of Catholic schools uh, across the country, but I think ours is unique in that we've established this sense of collective responsibility as a community. It's everyone's job to work towards building a greater community for the kids after us and also as a thank you for the people who left it there for us. Mm -hmm. But it's really just, it really is a reflection of our Catholic faith. You know, each student is encouraged to pursue their own vocation. They're encouraged to get their life in service, and which is why I think a lot of teachers are also here, and they make it abundantly clear that they're here to serve us as well. So I think every student feels supported in every aspect of their involvement, but also motivated and encouraged to grow as their own individual. And how do you think we could strengthen the Catholic message in our school? I mean, I think the outreach program does an incredible job already telling us that, you know, just a couple miles outside the walls of Gibbons, there are communities that need us and need strong-minded, faith-minded individuals like us to be in service of them. And I think we can push that even more. I love in our, in my vocation class this year, Mr. Farr and my previous teacher, Mr. Tobin, encouraged me to evaluate my own relationship with God and what that meant for me, to even pursue my own telos, my own final, ultimate goal, the place that God created for me in the world that is most right for me. But I didn't learn that until about junior year. And I think that's something especially young leaders coming into Gibbons would definitely appreciate. Nice. You're almost finished here. You've got, you know, basically one and a half semesters left. Mm -hmm. What has changed most about Gibbons since you arrived? And how have you changed the most? It's a hard question, but a good question. Like um, it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with, I'll address the community one first. I think overall regarding Gibbons, I think our outlook on the world is definitely collectively different. I think we've ushered in this new era of understanding and this mindset of growth, which I think is hugely important. 
Um, we always talk about it Gibbons, you know, from my freshman year, it's like, how can we make it better? How can we make it better? But this year, I think people are finally starting to understand that we have a serious legacy. We have something that we need to preserve, but improve for the students who come after us. And I've seen that among the student body with the Justice and Equity for Students movement. You know, upperclassmen and underclassmen are working together to, to improve this fantastic environment that we already have, but to galvanize those strengths. And I think that's something I found really shocking, but also incredibly moving. Regarding myself, I think I've definitely grown into myself a little bit this year. As a freshman, I could definitely say, if my freshman self saw me today, I think they'd be proud. I don't think I've ever worked so hard <laughs> in my life, but it's work that I love doing, and it's meaningful things that I enjoy, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Great. So we've gone for about 10 minutes and haven't mentioned the word COVID, so I'll have to bring that <laughs> to the table now. Obviously, your experience at Gibbons has been affected by COVID, and I think we've covered kind of what happened in last semester, but I'm curious, as a senior, what's your perspective on, on this pandemic and how it's impacted Gibbons? How is it both a challenge for you and for the school, but also how might it be an opportunity? Yeah. Challenge-wise, I think um, many upperclassmen, for a little bit at the beginning of the year, we were stuck in this mindset of loss, you know, oh, we've lost our senior year, we didn't get to have our prom, we probably might not. But I think quickly we realized that's not going to be an effective way to move forward this year. And I think it gave us the opportunity to be incredibly grateful for the opportunity to still come into school and be in community with our friends and feel energized by them which is something we definitely didn't have when we were stuck at home. So I think a lot of us are, we feel re-energized. As Mr. Nolan says, we have juice. <laughs> We've got the drive now, we're back. But regarding how it's affected our community, it's definitely made us much more adaptable. I would definitely say that's the key word I think of, adaptable. We've, you know, we've proved that yes, we can overcome these huge setbacks. Ms. Byrne talks a lot about, you know, well, we have COVID, we got to give up, you know, we could have done that, but we didn't. And now we have a brand new GLC program, which is, it's just better in every single sense of the word. And GPS was touring these incoming and prospective students. It's been absolutely transformed in the best possible way. And as you sort of look over the precipice of graduation and beyond, you know, how, how do you think Gibbons has best prepared you for college? That's a good question. I, didn't, I probably wouldn't have been prepared to answer that last year. I think definitely senior year, um, I turned on the heat a little bit and I was like, it's time, you know, but overall, I think just the tremendous support from all my teachers has really given me the confidence just in myself as an individual and a leader to be like, I can brave the world of college. I can graduate here and I know I'm ready for it now. And I don't think I've ever felt more excited, not to leave, but to take that knowledge that I've learned. It's a sign of gratitude and be like, I'll carry it on. Nice. <laughs> I'll carry the, the Gibbons message wherever I go. So last question, mm -hmm. um, as you look back over the last three and a half years, can you pick out a formative moment for you as a student or as a person? Oh 
I want to pick a good one. <laughs> There's almost too many to choose from. I'm quiet because I'm picking the right one. Okay. Um, I definitely say my experience in the drama department has definitely formed formed my own confidence and my my sense of self as a person. But I distinctly remember uh, it was Hairspray. It was such a challenging show, but in the best possible way. Um, it was right before we opened, and for that show, I was managing all the hair and makeup for the lead actresses, and a little underclassman, she ran up to me with a broken dresser shoe. She was like, I'm panicking because we're about to go on stage, and I'm getting little Inez ready for her entrance, and she was freaking out, and I was like, and in that moment, I remember just so clearly in my mind's eye when I was an underclassman, and a skirt tore right off the actress right before she was about to enter, and I remembered that panic that I felt. And then I just got this overwhelming sense of gratitude for the upperclassmen who mentored me when I was an underclassman. And in that moment, I realized I could be that person for someone else and view them with the confidence they needed. And I think that moment made me realize this is what, what leadership is. This is the person I want to be. I want to be in service of others and provide these opportunities for the rest of my life if possible. Fantastic. Amelia, this has been really informative and helpful. Um, I hope that our listeners uh, will enjoy your wise and sage words. Uh, <laughs> and I'll have a good Tuesday. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you.